When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 903, The Little Productivity Tip of a Zen Teacher, and Turn Inspiration into Action, both by Leah Bavada of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day just like an audiobook, but free of charge. Happy 1st of June, if you're listening in real time. I have two posts today for you from Zen Habits, from the creator of the site, Leo Babauta. So for now, let's hear today's two posts and continue optimizing your life. The Little Productivity Tip of a Zen Teacher by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. A little while back, I ran into a friend, Susan O'Connell, Zen teacher and president of the San Francisco Zen Center, and she did something old-fashioned. When I said we should have tea sometime, she immediately went to her bag and got out her paper calendar and suggested we make a date right then. I said, no, you're busy, we can set a date later. She said she tries to only deal with something once. It's an old-fashioned piece of productivity advice and something that I've done in the past, but it works. Deal with something once, do it now. Then it's off your mind and you can fully focus on the next matter. Do most of us do this? We might read a bunch of emails and say, I'll reply to those later, I'll decide later. We might see a bill or other piece of mail and put it aside for later. We put up small decisions and tasks for later and they pile up, weighing on us at the back of our minds, pulling on us until we collapse under the weight of later. Try dealing with it immediately. If you open an email, make a decision on it immediately. Schedule the appointment in your calendar, reply, do a small task it requires, or if it takes too long, then you can put it on a to-do list, but avoid this if possible. David Allen suggests a two-minute rule. If the task can be done in less than two minutes, do it now. I suggest five minutes, even up to 10, as that means you have one less thing to worry about. At any rate, archive the email once you've dealt with it or delete it. You're done with that. Move to the next and repeat. This applies to everything else, mail, paperwork, phone calls, requests from others. Deal with them immediately or schedule a date to deal with it later if necessary. When you're finished using something, put it away immediately and avoid a mess later. This is also how I keep clutter at bay. When you're cooking, wash the items as you go to avoid a huge kitchen mess. When your child asks for attention, give it to her now. When your wife starts talking to you, put away the laptop, iPad, or mobile device and talk to her now. What this means is that you deal with each thing in the moment and then move to the next. Your mind isn't pulled in a million directions at once. It's contrary to advice I've given before because what it sometimes means is that you are often moving at the whim of other people's requests, what they think is important, not you. And this can be a problem. You don't wanna just be reactive. I prefer to do what I think is important. But a balance can be struck. When you deal with email or other types of communication, do it now. When you decide to work on something important, clear everything else, shut down communication, and just focus on that one important task. Don't bounce around. I've been doing this mostly ever since Susan reminded me of this little productivity trick. 
and it works beautifully. I'm not perfect, there are a couple of tasks I've been putting off, mostly because I don't have the ability to do them immediately, but for the majority of things, I've been pretty good at dealing with things now. Try it and practice throughout your day and let me know how it works for you. Turn Inspiration into Action by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. How many times have you read a great article or had an idea or wanted to make a change, but then didn't? It's one of the biggest frustrations for people who read this site. People blame themselves for not implementing a plan to change habits. It takes a switch in gears. I remember a boatload of times when I've been really inspired by something, but then didn't take action. I wanted to run a marathon, do a triathlon, write a book, start a blog, lose weight, get out of debt, start waking early, simplify my life, but I didn't actually do anything about it. I was busy, I was tired, I had other things to do, but those were just excuses. I learned a few things that worked for me and within a year or so, I'd done all those things I just mentioned. I took action and made them happen. The excuses got beat. Here's what works for me. Number one, tell someone you're going to do it. If you just think it in your head, you're not committed. It won't happen. Start by getting up and telling someone near you right now or email someone. Number two, now carve out time. Lots of people actually do step one, but not this step. You have to make the time. Even if it's just 10 minutes a day, when will you do it? After what part of your regular routine? Even if you don't have a routine, there are things you do every day. Wake up, maybe shower and or brush your teeth, eat breakfast or lunch, open your computer, get off work or school, go to bed, etc. Put it on your calendar right away. Number three, start as small as you can. Most people make the mistake of overcommitting because they're so inspired. But you're less likely to succeed if you say that you're going to work out an hour a day or learn a new skill for two hours a day. Even 30 minutes a day is too much. Start with 10 or five or two if you're really busy. You have time for two minutes a day. Number four, really commit. The biggest reason most people fail is they're not really committed. You tell someone and you think you're committed, but you're not. If you're really committed, write it on your blog or start one. Post it on Facebook or Twitter. Tell 100 people about it. Put money on it. Say that you'll sing in public if you fail. Make people hold you accountable. Number five, have reminders. It's easy to forget when you start out. If you wanna go for a 10-minute run after you wake up, you need something to make sure you don't forget. Put your running shoes next to your bed or in your doorway laid out with running clothes or sleep in your running clothes. Put up a big sign somewhere you won't miss. Use sticky notes stuck to your computer. Computer and phone reminders are good too. And number six, at the moment when you want to avoid it, pause. There will be a moment or a bunch of moments when you think, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. That's the moment you have to not let pass idly by. Stop yourself and just sit there for a moment, not going on your computer, just turning inward. What are you afraid of? What's stopping you? There is a discomfort you're trying to avoid. Instead, smile and start. Do it and enjoy it in the moment. You'll love it. You just listened to the post titled The Little Productivity Tip of a Zen Teacher and Turn Inspiration into Action 
both by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. That should do it for the Friday episode. I'm keeping this super minimal for you today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.